0: Our get and our Welcome back to uh, probably our first Outlaw Country podcast episode, and I don't even know how long—about eight months, I think. <laughs> ben and I have been a little busy with things, and you know, things have gotten away from us. So apologies yeah. on not having you know, any content as of recently, but you know what? We're going to get back to doing that now. Yeah. And to fill you in, I mean, me and Cole both started. Cole graduated with his master's. I graduated with my bachelor's degree and we were both busy working. Um, I feel like we've kind of done a reboot like this before, but as always, we were always listening to country music and and keeping up with our favorite artists. So uh, we kind of got a kick in the butt from JR, one of our uh, guests we've had on in the past and said country music um, would really appreciate our podcast he said he wanted to hear more from us so this was kind of a, a wake-up call for us and wanted made us want to get together and, and keep recording this so we're back and we want to make sure this is consistent because we want to highlight and spotlight the artists that we're passionate about and make sure they get recognized for the, the music they're making. yeah absolutely I mean we've had some really cool artists on here in the past and hopefully you're gonna get back to that here pretty soon. But also just kind of the two of us just shooting it, talking about what we're listening to and what we've heard about artists. And and I, I just like in the past talking with meeting guys like Colby Acuff and then seeing what he's what, where he's gone in his career. Like we'll we'll get into to his new song, but um just other artists that we've we've talked to over the years, or not years, but podcasts that it's really cool to be following them and just kind of having a small hand in, uh, exposing fans to their, their music. Yeah. So really what we're going to start off with today is kind of just what we've really listened to the past, uh, however many months since our last podcast. Yeah. So, um, Ben start off with what have you got? What have you been listening to? Um, mainly what I've been listening to, I would say is, uh, Zach Bryan. of course, I love Zach Bryan. Um, uh, uh, we I'd say we are the handful of people that have been around before American Heartbreak. Um and then yeah. yeah, yeah, since since first album we've been there. Uh and then of course Turnpike Troubadours. I'm still on the high after seeing them in concert. Um, but those have been the two main artists I've been listening to. Um I would say guys I've been uh not listening to as much, but still heavy in rotation is uh Flatland Cavalry is definitely um, one I've been listening to 49 Winchester, uh, their last album was one of my favorites. And then, um, f- just recently, uh, diving back into Parker McCollum, because I'm going to be seeing him in a few days. And so I'm really excited for that, but that's mainly what I've been listening to over the past few months. I'd say my top two are Zach Bryan and Flatland. With Flyland releasing that EP at the end of last year, uh, Songs Keep You Warm. Oh, man, I played that thing like crazy. And, uh, I mean, Zach Bryan, with the amount of content he released last year, it's hard not to listen to him mm-hmm. constantly. I, you're never, like, listening to the same, like, songs repeatedly. You yeah. have multitude of songs to pick from. But then, I mean, I also have a uh, Turnpike as well in Rotation um every time a tornado warning comes <laughs> on by them i always turn that one up yeah that's a good one but let's see um charlie crockett charlie oh, yeah. wesley godwin um shelby lee i always have to throw his on every once in a while loving mean, loving you is killing me yes, yeah that's a great song yes that's a good one um yeah he released a little ep at the end of last yep. year too uh where there's country which was I was really happy with it. Um, he did a really good job with that. I really liked the, where there's country and loving you is killing me. And then uh, I think the other one was like uh, good at it or something like that. And I mean, that one was a little different, but I, I mean, I'm always rooting for uh, Shelby. I think he's an awesome guy and he has ridiculous talent that he is so underrated. So I'm really happy to see him still releasing stuff. And Oh yeah. His other one was, uh, he had another single love button. That was pretty good. Yep. He dropped Um, that in, I think October. Yeah. But his, uh, EP where there's country that I was really happy with that one. Um, anytime I, we get new Shelby, uh, Lilo music, I'm always listening to that. So, but I think the big thing we're going to talk about first is just Zach Bryan and the crazy success that he has had in the past few years, really. Um, He has done ridiculous. I mean, you and I both started listening to him back when he was really just on YouTube. Um, Like we played those songs whenever Mm -hmm. we were hanging out or something like that. And he's even got a lot of unreleased stuff that's still on YouTube. Uh That I'm praying. Like, I really want him to release. uh, It's called Felker. It's on YouTube. And it's about uh, Evan Felker from Turnpike Troubadours. I think that's just a really cool song. but. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. No, you're fine. I mean, I remember like one of the first times or not like first times I heard him, but first times listening to him on Spotify was when he, uh, he had dropped the album Deanne and I played that thing like crazy. I, I've been a fan of that album with Godspeed and Snow for the longest time. Ah, those two are incredible. I'm so jealous that we didn't get to see him at uh, Red Rocks. Oh, with the, just, when, when he was playing Snow while it was snowing hard. It's yes. just unreal. Those TikToks. I, they looked awesome, but I just know it didn't even do it justice. Yeah. I mean, we saw him in concert back in October in uh, Council Bluffs. Took us a decade and a half to get there. But, um, man, that concert was incredible. I, I mean, we've been to so many concerts over the years together, but I don't think I'd seen one where so many fans were just belting the lyrics the entire time. Yeah, it's no matter if he was playing deep, deep cuts off Deanne or off new ones off American Heartbreak, Everyone knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was really cool because he talked about or he didn't talk about it. He tweeted it out. Um, I think it was a special concert for him um, in one way that he mentioned on his Twitter that he used to live in Omaha, where we're based out of. So that was uh, really, really cool to kind of see him come home. And I didn't know that until the night of the concert. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, his dad, I think, worked at the off the Air Force base. That's what I'm assuming. He didn't say it for sure, but that's what I I was assuming. Yeah. But I mean, that concert, just the way everyone was so engaged. And I mean, I feel like all his concerts from the videos we see all the time that it's always like that. It's always that kind of experience. And I think he does justice for his fans. And I really this year, I mean, I didn't think he was coming out on tour again. I thought he had made it pretty clear that he wasn't going to do. Like he was going to do shows, but he was never going to do a full tour again. And then now he has one planned for this year, where um, he's going getting tickets through AXS mm-hmm. and uh, not Ticketmaster. Yeah, not Ticketmaster. We support the hatred of Ticketmaster here at Outlaw Country Podcast. Yeah, I think it was it was awesome to see that he's doing something to to kind of fight against those outrageous prices. I yeah. mean, you you could, I remember seeing on TikTok and Twitter the prices for. Uh, Morgan Wallen tickets or, or Taylor Swift tickets and they're they're just crazy and I think he wants yeah. people that to come see him that that no no matter what, what the price is he wants to make it somewhat affordable for those for his fans to come out and support him I think he drew the line in the sand after he couldn't after the pain he went through trying to buy Taylor Swift tickets I remember him tweeting out his outrage that day <laughs> of how much of a pain it was and how much like they'd cost and everything but I think, yeah, the whole idea of going through AXS and, you know, the tickets are set. They're never going to be more than $130. And I I think the way I understood it at least, the resale on them is like you can't re- like resell it for more yeah, than $130. Yep. And so the way I'm reading it, you essentially lose money because that doesn't include like the sales tax and the like handling fees you also have to yeah. pay. Yeah, so I, I, I think know, it's really trying to help like secure the tickets and making sure everyone actually has a chance. Um, so I'm really hoping that he's got the uh drawing for them or whatever. They come out on uh 13th. February 13th. Yeah. So hope hopefully we can go see him again. But yeah, he is he has gone crazy. And well, one thing I want I thought was interesting when when he was blowing up was just the little like delay like watching american heartbreak blow up but it was it was almost like a few months delay from when he from when he released it yeah it seemed like like of course all of his like current fans that have been there from the start was like really excited we were all excited for that album but then just seeing how many people jumped on board after that album um came out and people really really saw what what he could do um first studio album uh and, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I I'm so glad to see him blow up and get the recognition he deserved. I just thought it was super interesting that it this didn't happen right away and and uh I I don't know. I just never seen anything like that happen where it was it was delayed but then the the amount of people that jumped on board was insane. I mean, everyone I know is listening to Zach Bryan and is a big fan. I just think the year he had with I mean, you release all these singles up to American Heartbreak, which were all amazing. Then you drop 34 songs, which I will say 33 out of 34 are incredible. What, what, is, what is the you one? You are my Oh, session. okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't understand why that one made it on there, I guess. I just. I'm wondering if it's something not as total speculation but if it's something that was like uh him and his mom i feel like it's meaningful to him in some way and that's why he put it on there it just felt a little out of place on that Mm -hmm. album um but i mean i'm not gonna say anything else about that i just i love 33 of the 34 songs that were on there and so just to see that and then that was in may and then in july him releasing summertime blues Another nine song EP. I don't like only only Zach Bryan could consider that an EP. Nine songs is like that's pushing an album for for some artists. So and that I I might catch some heat for this, but I've been saying for the past few months that I think quality wise, quality wise, I think Summertime Blues is better than American Heartbreak. Summertime Blues has some really good ones on there. I know you're a huge fan of us. Then yep yep i am i like that one i mean motorcycle drive by and uh all the time are incredible summertime blues itself is an amazing song i mean just to release that e p after a thirty four song album mm-hmm. is was ridiculous and then to even continue then he even after that released uh burn 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 and then he released starved and then of course after the eagles won he uh, a few weeks ago, he released Dawn. Well, and you're also forgetting about uh, the the two songs. Fifth oh, of May and yeah. uh, uh, Greatest Day of My Life. Greatest Day of My Life is a great song. Yeah, Fifth well, of May is amazing too. And it's, it's cool that he wrote Fifth of May about the tour he was on or not Fifth of May. Sorry. Greatest uh, Day, of, Greatest my Day life. of My Life about the tour he was on. Like, favorite line is when he says uh charles is getting better each night or every night he's uh charles is always better than last week yeah 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 Uh, that that is such a cool yeah and really cool for us because we've we had charles on the podcast before and super cool super nice guy so we're always rooting for him as well well i just think the thing about zach bryan that i feel like has helped with his success is his like uh lyrics just are so relatable to so many people he's for the boys he is for the boys i mean you see it i see it all over tiktok now of people taking these uh just the lyrics and just relating them to their own lives and Mm -hmm. i mean i you see it with other artists but to the extent i've seen it this year with zach bryan is insane um i mean the in fifth of may the get by is easy uh or uh it's like getting high is easy yeah. uh like getting, getting drunk, drunk is so fine uh but getting by uh will what, get us soul down or yeah. something like that and just i mean they're so like easily relatable to everyone and the getting drunk is fine like yeah i'm like yeah i can get drunk like that's fine that works for me um and then the whole trying right. to get by with everything that's what really wears you down yeah i think kind of just talking about going through the most emotions each day and not really having something to look forward to. And just, I mean, just down in the dumps, that's what, that's, what's really hard to keep, keep going, things like that. And, and I think a lot of people understand that feeling and it's, it's tough to keep, keep pushing. And people want to grab for like drugs or alcohol, but it, it, and I think a lot of people relate to, to what he's trying to say and the meaning behind that. And that's why it resonates really well with people. So, and uh, there's a bunch more songs we could touch on that, that are, that that do that for, for his audience. And that's why I think people are just flocking to his music. Uh, well, and the thing with it, like people just coming out of like all of a sudden, like just getting more and more and more. It I feel like TikTok has been crazy helpful for him because I remember he released, uh, like he did a, a cut of Don's where he uh, he's like, I get so fucked up um, just because I'm scared. Love is just another drug that I've grown addicted to that like little snippet of that song. When he put that out on TikTok, I mean, I heard that over and chorus, over again. I, everyone knew the everyone knew the chorus to "Something in the Orange" before it even dropped. Uh-huh. Like that was yeah. But I and then this is kind of a little off topic, but like his songs, his songs grow on me a lot. And like, well, you already know, like "Burn, Burn, Burn." I was not too <laughs> big of a fan of at first, and then on the way over here tonight, I listened to it two or three times in a row driving <laughs> over here. So it's just. I, I really I really struggle trying to find a song that I think is is bad by him because they're they're all phenomenal. Yeah, I know at the beginning, that yeah, you the thing you didn't like about Burn, 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 Burn was uh, when he's the I don't even know what you call it, but at the end of the song where he's kind of just. Belting out the, yeah, lyrics, he's like letting it. It's almost it, like a raspy like, scream talking about going down the line and just yeah. like the way he screamed that you weren't a fan of it at first. I had no problem with it. I'm like, that's all emotion right there, yeah. I and mean, I, I, I did get that. I just, I don't know. I, I sometimes songs just, I, I need, I need more time to go back and listen to them, listen to them, and they'll grow on me. And that one is, is definitely one of my favorites right now, mm. yeah. But I guess so. I mean, shoot. That's all Zach Bryan right there that we talked about. Um, and I could, we could continue well, to go with him. One thing we, we, I want to talk about is how he mentioned he was going to drop an album this month in February, yes. but uh-huh. then he took to Twitter and apologized to his fans and said that he doesn't, doesn't he's not going to drop it uh, in February. It feels bad that he didn't keep his word, but um, I did see another account on Twitter um, mention say, could this possibly mean he is pulling the album date because of turnpike troubadours is dropping an album. And there's is <laughs> pure speculation from us and and what I saw on Twitter, but um, there, there was some stuff to back it up. Like turnpike has confirmed they're working on new music. Um, Zach Bryan's a huge turnpike fan. And I don't think he wants to steal their day in the sun um, releasing their first album in a while. Well, cause didn't he feel bad one time when he released a song in uh Tyler, Tyler Childers. Childers. Yeah. That song that was, I mean, do you know what child children song it was? Um, I, it might've been a single for, uh, kind of take my hounds to heaven. Oh, I gotcha. I think I it gotcha. was, uh, I think it was, uh, the, or uh, angel H- band. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I can, the hallelujah. Yeah. Jubilee that, yeah. I kept seeing. I'm like, I kept thinking about that in my head. Yeah. And then angel band clicked all of a sudden, but, um, so that's why people are, are wondering. Cause, I mean, and then another thing is we all know Zach Bryan has so many songs already recorded, ready to go. Like you, you hear him on YouTube and all, all of that. So it's like, really, is the album not done? Like, why would you put that out? And well, all? I thought it was like really interesting when he released 5th of May and Greatest Day of My Life. Uh, someone had like tweeted at him that day and like, can you release it tomorrow? And he just said, yeah, sure. And then we got it the next day. So it's yeah. like, I mean, he has things ready to go. But I think he also is just trying to take his time. I mean, like you said, like he has a bunch of stuff already made up. But at the same time, like, I feel like you you don't want to throw it all out there at once mm-hmm. because then everyone's like, okay, now we need even more. And then you're kind of sitting there like, oh, crap. I, like, I just gave you all this. Like, I don't have any more right now. So, yeah. And and I don't, I don't want to, like, get anyone's hopes off about Turnpike because – um, no one will be more upset than us when if, it, if it doesn't come out um, in this month and I mean Turnpike hasn't really said much mm-hmm. when, if they're dropping an album and when it is so we, all, that's all we can hope for and you know. maybe it's just a single they're dropping we don't know this is all uh, us guessing you know I'm just happy that they finally went back out on tour and we were able to see them I mean because seeing them in concert that was that was incredible cool. I mean between seeing them and like seeing Turnpike and Zach Bryan last year I mean, that was that has been some of our best like Europe concerts in a long time, just because I mean, those two concerts alone just blew all the others out of the water. Yeah, they they were great concerts. And um, one thing I, I saw on Twitter that I thought was really cool about Turnpike was um, when Evan Felker was um, in rehab and and they were having to put their their uh, music career on hold. I know uh, someone said Parker McCollum reached out and said that he was willing to fill in for Evan Felker, which I thought was such a cool story. And I wish they would have taken him up on it. But at the same time, I'm glad they were they wanted to take their time and wait for Evan to come back and and be where he is now. But to see Parker McCollum willing to put his own music career on on pause while he was blowing up just to see Turnpike to continue tour touring and be successful was really cool i don't think you see that with really any any other genre than country music yeah well i mean to kind of continue with the zach bryan like topics someone that goes right along with him especially this past year charles wesley godwin yep he's been doing amazing i seeing him with zach bryan was awesome i wish we could have caught more of his show his part of the show but i mean the traffic was insane that day for that place i mean i don't It was it was Zach Bryan even put out. That's what I was gonna say. It was bad enough that Zach even had a tweet about how it's ridiculously insane that was. Like we 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 trust me, we wanted to see Charles. That was but the concert was like and we had to leave like right after work. It was Uh we were cutting it close, and that's that's the thing was but I mean we waited over two and a half hours in a a line to get just like two miles. Yeah, we so we had to we we were in our car looking at snap maps. And we could see this dirt road that we were following it and we just prayed and, and turned off the road and took it. And thank God it led to a parking lot that no one else was, was uh, on this road. And we were able to get in there and catch about half of Charles, uh, uh, act. So yes, I'm happy. We at least were able to see that. And I mean, Charles, yeah, I think great thing for him is touring with, uh, Zach Bryan and exposing his music to people. And, um, uh, newer fans that he's he's in front of such large crowds. It, it's a great opportunity for him. But one thing I'm hoping as he gets further into his career is that he he isn't just associated as the opening act of Zach Bryan because yeah. he's so much more than that. And the mus- like his his new single he put out um for his live album, the Jealous Kind. Yeah, yeah, he's doing this live album. It's for like from the church or something like that um yeah that's what it's it's a church in uh uh pittsburgh i believe but kind of before we talk about that i just think like i it his relationship with zach bryan has helped him tremendously i feel like Mm -hmm. not like saying it's like zach helping him but just like it has given him like his name more recognition um but i think it's really cool how they did the belting bronco uh videos where Mm -hmm. driving around in that bronco and they're singing their songs and I mean they have the song Jamie together, which is amazing. I, I love that's it. another one off of uh, Summertime Blues. That's awesome. And J- Jamie is a I I prefer Charles part on Jamie more than Zach Bryan's. I think yeah, he just killed it on that song. And I, I'm excited to see what else he he puts out for us. Cause I mean, his first two albums of his career were amazing. So I mean, uh looking at what he's already put out. Uh Temporary Town is was growing on TikTok a little bit. Uh hearing hardwood floors, uh uh in concert. That was amazing. And then one song that's been uh really growing on me is uh Strawberry Queen. Are you familiar with that one by him? Yes, that's amazing. That's a really good song. That's one I kind of discovered uh um a few months ago and I've been listening to that one a lot lately. So i hope he keeps coming back to he he does a few shows in nebraska yeah we were gonna buy tickets when he's at bucks but man those sold out before we even like saw it yeah but so which is awesome for him because he's there more than one night Mm -hmm. so um but it looks like um so keep talking about him uh he released the song the jealous kind which is a cover and uh it's a cover of a uh, Chris Knight, right? Yep. Is that who it is? Yeah. Um, so that was, I thought he did a phenomenal job. Oh, with he that. killed it! He it killed that it. turned out. And the so fact well. that it was live. Yes. You honestly, like, I saw that it was a live out, like, live from the church, and I was like, oh, okay, like that, like I'll give it a listen. Uh, yeah, I don't normally love live albums, but that that was more like it wasn't like I don't like live albums because of the crowd. Yeah, but that wasn't it. Wasn't like that. Um, so I was really excited about that. But on his Instagram, he said. Uh, He should specify that these are not part of the new album that he's going to release later this year. Um, And it it says hopefully it will hold you over until then and that he's got more details coming soon. So, well, the the five songs that are going to be on it, Lion Low, uh, Temporary Town. Oh, whoa, I guess I didn't realize this. Crooked Teeth is on there. Oh. So I wonder if he's doing that with Zach Bryan or if he's just covering it himself. Zach did cover it with it or not cover it, but sing it with him. Yeah but i, I guess think, i didn't realize Crooked i think he'll, do, he'll cool. do it justice he'll oh do it justice. yeah he will um but yeah that's exciting that he's gonna have a new album later this year i'm really excited to see what happens with that so um yeah i mean i you showed him to me last year before uh we got on or you got on into the podcast with him mm-hmm. And I mean, since then, I wish I would have found him soon because he's awesome. Well, Grady Smith, who's a big country music guy on, mm-hmm. on YouTube, was just praising uh, his first album, Seneca. And like uh, Rolling Stones picked it up and was talking about how good it was. And this was his debut album. And uh, he, 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 I think he's got a great career ahead of him. And he's got so much more growth coming. And he, he's, he's going to be, I think, every bit as big as Zach. Um, in a few years, and I and I think it's great that Zach Bryan's taking him along and kind of promoting him and getting him in front of fans that that really appreciate this kind of music. So I kind of to keep in here and keep things rolling. Um, you mentioned uh, not always being the biggest fan of like the live albums and all of that, especially because like you don't know, like when you hear the crowd and everything. Mm-hmm. But last year. Yeah, or yeah, last year in May. Um, I thought it was really cool. I don't know how much you ever really listened to it. Flatland Calvary released a far out west sessions where they mm-hmm. did the um live album out in the like just out in a oh yeah, yeah. desert. And I always thought like that was really cool because like you hear all these sounds in the background and um I think it just added to everything, like everything to it, because they had the song Dance Around the Campfire, sitting around the campfire, mm-hmm. and it just it sounded so authentic and I thought that was really cool. But then they released the uh EP at the end of last year. Um Songs Keep You Warm. Yeah, that is a great title for, for an EP. I mean, and, and then the, the, the songs on it, I mean, lived up to the name. Uh, they're they're phenomenal. uh what's the, the first the first Mountain song? song Mountain Song is I, I think is the best one on goes there. Mountain Song. Damage goods, how long, if we say goodbye, or how long parallel, if we said goodbye, and then... Uh, Show me now which way to go. Yes. Um, you talked about how on your way over here today, you listened to burn, burn, burn three times. Mm-hmm. I will play that on my way to your house. And that's like the perfect length. I can listen to it almost all the way through. I don't think I get all the way through the last one, but it's like the perfect length from here to your house. And I was like, I... I have played that so much i mean that was on spotify wrapped though uh i think if we said goodbye made it into my like top five and that came out in i think november yeah and that actually shows how much i listened to it because it's it's so incredible um i mean just the emotions that are expressed in all their songs it's like it's like their Twitter by always says it's uh, easy on the ears, heavy on the heart and damn, is it heavy on the heart? <laughs> it's, it's so good. They are phenomenal. And I want more and more and more from them. That's for sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad they're, they're pushing, pushing out new music like they are. And hopefully we get another full length album from them here. soon. I think it's coming soon. I don't know exactly when it is, but I I, I know it's coming. Um, I, they've hinted at like, there's more stuff on the way. So, and I think, I mean with this EP and if that ends up on the album, I mean, I can only imagine how good the rest of it's going to be with how that EP turned out cuz I mean they didn't miss. They, they all were amazing. Well, and I, you're you're a huge Flatland guy. I think oh, yeah. even more than me, which and I I really like them, but you were super big into Welcome to Land" when that came out. Yeah. I a Cowboy Knows How is a good one off there and that's actually written by Luke Combs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it is. It is. Which yeah in well, the, well that just tells me luke combs has more in the tank that he's not right i guess i guess that's a little just lead us into this yeah topic. let's just go i mean luke combs is releasing another album march 3rd i think is when it is Something um, like that. It, i think it's in yeah march 3rd i want to say is the date but i don't know i'm just i like luke combs don't get me wrong i like him march 24th is what march 24th Dang um God. i think I, march 3rd is uh Morgan Wallen then oh and i I can't, <laughs> I can't believe i know that date um and it's uh titled getting old uh yeah. i like luke combs i think he's done a lot for country music and getting the neo-traditional sound back into country music mm-hmm. but it seems like the last few albums it, it it seems like it's the same old song and dance. It's about I love his first album. I really liked his second album, but after Growing Up came out, I was kind of just wanting something different. And I, I feel th- like he's gotten into the uh, he found this formula that works, and he's just stuck to that, which, which I, I, I it's think good for him I, to an extent. He was almost I and I mean this in a good way. He took a page out of what Eric Church was missing. Eric Church is a uh, first few albums was like type of guy that works hard drinks beer, like that resonates with, with people like that. Mm So, and Eric Church kind of moved away from that. And that's right when Luke Combs kind of came up and became that, that type of artist. Yeah. But the, I don't know. I just, after hearing his song with uh, Billy strings and the great divide, that's what I was going to mention the great divide in uh, can I get an outlaw by him? All right easily his two bet, like two of his best songs just well. And after he made great divide, he, he publicly said he wants to make a bluegrass album someday. I and- think that's his bet. Like that's him at his best is if he were to do a bluegrass album, that sound of him in the great divide was phenomenal. Yeah. And I um, wish, I wish Billy strings would have got shown off a little bit more in that song, like his singing. Yeah. uh uh-huh. I-, I agree with that. But, but- Billy strings. He, I-, I love seeing him run around with post Malone. I think, both of those guys singing country music. like There's that famous video of, of them singing Cocaine Blues by uh, Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. I, I'm hoping for, uh, just like everyone, hoping for a Post Malone country album one of these days. <laughs> he's, he says he wants to do it. Sturgill said he would produce it too, which oh, is crazy. Man, I need more Sturgill in my life. I don't know if we're going to get any anytime soon. He's, he's another person. I, I should have mentioned earlier, just... Uh a Sailor's Guide to Earth, I played that on record uh on the vinyl so many times. Like I love that album. Um, all the way through. It's so good. And I I know you're a fan of the cut and grass albums, yes. and just how they change some of those songs. But I I I love the originals, I think, a little bit more than some of the cut and grass versions of them. I love Osara on the cut and grass so... version. That one is ooh. Call to arms is so good uh breakers roar uh, there's a couple others off there but i just like thought it was so cool how with sailor's guide to earth i mean he has like all these uh unique authentic sounds at the beginning of his songs like you mm-hmm. can like hear like the bells that you normally hear like if you're on the coast and you're near like a uh, harbor, like bay, like whatever, um, which all the bells you hear on the boats and things like that, and it's just all these authentic sounds. And I think it added to the whole album, and I I love that. I think when artists add like this authentic noise and sounds to their albums, it just adds so much more to it. Well, and speaking of like complete c- cohesive albums, um, I was listening to uh marty robbins the other day uh-huh. I, I love marty robbins i can't get enough of him yeah. but his um famous album gunfighter ballads and trail songs uh if you listen to that album like all the way through it's just kind of a concept album like of all these different western stories as you go down and i mean he paints the picture so well um you like most people off there would probably know uh, big iron and el paso those are the two most famous ones off there but uh, my favorites are probably They're Hanging Me Tonight and The Master's Call. Those are and Saddle Tramp's another really good one. But I would love for an artist and I feel like the guy to do it would be Coulter Wall. But to come in and make an album very, very similar to that, that is just Western stories from beginning to end. Or maybe it's and I guess Sturgill kind of did that with uh, uh, the ballad of Dude and Juanita. Yeah. And I, that that was so cool that I'm hoping that 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 kind of catches on and, and their artists start doing more of that. Are we getting new cultural wall this year? Gosh, I hope he, he put out those two singles, but that has seen, that, that seemed that. like forever. Yeah. Ago. it seemed, And they were good. Yes. But it just nothing ever came, came about. There's been rumors that he's making new stuff, but that was in late September. And you think if he was trying to push an album, You'd be a little more consistent with it. Well, yeah, and that that it would be out by now. You know who, like, I feel like a lot of artists, like, if they're going to be preparing for an album, they will release, like, songs pretty consistently up to it. There's one person I feel like who will release a single that's going to later end up on an album, but it's, like, forever from when the first single is, then like, the next single and then the album is Parker McCollum. I feel like yeah. there's so much time. Like, it was last year, To Be Loved By You, he released that on New Year's Day. And then, I mean, it wasn't... That was had been two years ago, right? Or, yes, two years ago. Two years ago, you're correct. Um, Because, yeah, that was out before we saw him in concert. So, yeah. yeah. Um, But, and then it was, I mean, towards the, like, end of the summer that we finally got his album. Cool. I just, like, it was so spaced out i felt like cuz he only released a couple of songs beforehand. Oh, he's doing that now. He released Handle on You. Yeah, which then- he did at to be like towards the beginning of last year I felt like. And then Stone Stoned. came out on yep. December 1st. Um and so yeah, he's gearing up for a new album. It's just I feel like he goes forever in between singles and the album. It just, it's just is so spaced out whereas i i feel like more artists will release their singles kind of. And I I wonder why him, because he's on a label, he's on Warner Nashville. And right. I wonder, and I wonder why for him and that label, they're just not sticking to their formula. And if it's solely him calling the shots there, I don't know. That's That's interesting. I just, I've always thought that was kind of just a little weird. Just the fact that it just felt like forever in between all his music. But I mean, I'm not complaining because he does great work and I love his, Uh, all his music, but I kind of like when they just drop like when Sturgill dropped Cutting Grass, there's no lead up. We had no idea. Here's the album, I I like that a lot. The best I like that for them, I don't like it for the other artists that are really trying. Like, uh, I felt like when that released the Cutting Grass Volume One, Shelby had released his uh, something in me EP, just well, I mean, and that's just because Sturgill's just so so popular i'm I'm just talking about like if every artist did that i think it's so awesome just get them all at once but i i also understand oh, just dropping a straight up album all at once yeah but I, I understand okay. building the hype with putting i thought out. you were saying just randomly just dropping stuff without uh any warning whatsoever well, i mean i would i would kind of like that too i don't uh, that's that's what I, I hope for every Friday that just about every, well, every Thursday night at about 11, if I'm still up, I'm looking at, Yeah, I go through all our favorite artists and I'm like, anything new, anything new, anything new, or I'll check, uh, like some of the popular pages that do like new music Friday and have like their album or they will update it themselves with who is releasing stuff that day. Well, um, and we got a little surprised this week. We, we saw, Uh, friend of the show Colby Acuff yeah put out out his uh Western White Pines I love that song he did a phenomenal job with that he I don't know who but he just reminded me like that song reminded me so much of like some older things that we typically hear and he it came out so well he did such an awesome job with that yeah and he's I I always see him on my TikTok page kind of people are really uh finding his music and gravitating towards it and seeing like just the type of artist he is and seeing from when we first had him on the show, which was geez, that was like two years ago. I want to say it was the first time time we had him. Yeah. And just seeing to where, where he's at now. I mean, I saw on Twitter today, there's a whole page dedicated to it's called did, did Colby Acuff drop today? And the everyday he hasn't released new music. It's just, no, no, no. And (laughs) so, I mean, there's quite a few artists that have like, that have fans making pages like that now because I know Zach Bryan has one. I uh, think, but Colby though, I think his fans, uh, he, he's, he's not quite like, like he's not selling out arenas yet. But he, I think he's, he's got, got a very, fans. yeah, very passionate fan base, which is awesome, and that's that's what you want as an artist. You don't want like people that are that are there that only know a few songs. I think his fans are here to stay and see what kind of music he's putting out. Yeah. I mean, I like, yeah, you definitely go to those concerts where there's some people there that only know like two or three songs, but I feel like if you were to go to his, people are going to know damn near every single song, if not all of them that he has. So, and, and, and the one that really, really got him, I think in front of people was if I were the devil, yes, that's, a <laughs> that's such a good song. But that I'm- one, I do see it all over TikTok. I just think, I mean, I think that's so helpful for artists is just TikTok and how, um, you just a little snippet of your song, and man, people just take off with it. Um, because there's one artist I found this year, Elliot Greer. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a song Bleed that he just released that went all over TikTok and blew up a bunch. And he ended up then popping up more and more on my page. And so then I was like, okay, I'm gonna look into him more and listen to him. And he's got some good things too. But his song Bleed, uh, was the chorus of it really blew up and got a ton of uh like duets made with it and all of that so i just think that's been kind of huge for some artists that are really trying to do it independently and that that's one of their best ways of advertising right there is through um tiktok and just releasing little snippets of your song or just on instagram and i think it's really cool because people like colby acuff they will interact with people when they Post videos using their song. Um, I've seen multiple like videos of him duetting someone, maybe singing along to his song or doing something to one of his songs. And I just think that's really cool, just having that interaction with your fans. Yeah, and seeing like these independent artists get more mainstream. Like seeing how many people know who Tyler Childers is now that aren't really country music fans, all because of TikTok. Like my girlfriend became obsessed with Jersey giant, but like, yes. And that, that's a great song, but if it wasn't for TikTok, most people wouldn't know like Tyler Childers or, or that, or that unreleased song. So just seeing that the, the effect of, uh, well, lady may has also been a huge song for Tyler Childers on TikTok. Yeah. Cause I see that one all the time of girls or guys like talking about it. Um, just like that, uh, beginning part of being like being like a stone throw from mill or, have you seen the like movie. where they like put your toes down in the water yeah and, and they have their socks on and they're like dipping it yes and, like, people <laughs> it are, like, makes me cringe every time i see it <laughs> oh and then there's there's people that like duet his uh like him on stage kind of singing and he, he makes some weird facial expressions and there's people that uh it's usually like when he's singing like can i take my hounds to heaven is the one i've really seen or uh way of way of the trying god that's it yeah So I think it's been a really powerful tool and I'm I'm glad because I, I, as much as I I like the niche artists that we listen to and and kind of being like our own thing, I'm really glad to see these, these artists blow up and I don't Mm -hmm. ever want to gatekeep them because I also want to see them be successful successful. and become, become a mainstream artist and make a living off of, off of their dream. Yeah. I mean, I do root for that, but at the same time, like I would just love to be able to keep some of these artists just, and just being able to see them and walk into a bar like Bucks and just being able to sit down and watch a show there. Because I actually, I the shows we've seen at Bucks and how like intimate they are and like you're right there and the artists are always interacting with you. I mean, Shelby came and sat at our table for a little bit. We yeah. had a few drinks with him. It's and, Dallas Moore, we got to yeah, hang out with. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, that that is really cool. And But I mean, at the same time, like, yeah, the like, whole reason we did this is we this this whole show is we want these guys to, absolutely to keep to keep the jo- genre we like alive. Mm-hmm. One, one speaking of TikTok, one band I found from TikTok and I've been uh, kind of searching for, I couldn't remember their name. Is uh, they're called Dexter and the Moon Rocks, and the way they describe <laughs> themselves uh, is they say they're like Nirvana grunge country with like Coulter Wall. And they are, it is such a unique sound. You, you got to check them out. They come across my TikTok page and I, they are a really cool, they're, cool. band. I, you I mean, think you know who they are. Aren't they the ones that have the hot tattooed girls of TikTok videos or whatever? I yeah, I think. Yeah. If you clicked on one of those videos, um, they have like a whole page, like a whole wall of like people tag them in these videos of hot girls on TikTok um no hold up we're looking we're looking yeah just wait like he's gonna like he'll he'll come on and talk and he's got a whole wall of hot girls from tiktok that are tattooed and piercings and all of that and people just keep continually tagging them and it. it's honestly hilarious they, they have three hundred ten thousand followers they're they're just a unique sounding band and you can tell they're just doing their own thing and what they what they like so, my their biggest song is called uh, "Couch." Uh, that that's one I know most by them. They're just it's a really unique, unique sounding band. So that's something I've been listening to just a little bit, dabbling with, and I, I'd recommend them f- for anyone out there listening. They they're they're really cool. So uh, kind of keeping with like mainstream things, um, Yellowstone. Yep. had one of their actors. Um, Luke Grimes, he released a song at the end of last year, but then he released a demo version of it, uh, last week or two weeks ago. So same song, uh, no horse to ride. I, it's a very, very, very short song. It's only like two minutes and 10 seconds or something like that. But I think it's a really good song. Uh, I know you haven't listened to it that much. You listened to I've it heard once it, or twice. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard clips of it on TikTok too. I the lyrics in it, uh, like they're awesome. Uh, I think he did a really good job with that, and he sounds. I think he sounds pretty well. I at first I was a little hesitant, and like, oh, like is he just doing this just to do it? Yeah, but I was I, when you told me that uh, he made. Uh, music I was like oh no okay. I, I was like this this isn't going to be good but what I heard I liked a lot and the reason I was a little like hesitant at first I'm like okay well if you can sing I'm like why the hell hasn't he sung in Yellowstone yet? I wonder if he will now like if there will ever be a clip of him I don't know I don't know if I get but then I started thinking about it more I don't think that's his character though like I, that's I, don't, true. I don't think that's he true. would just sit down and play a guitar if he did I feel like his dad or uh rip would just roast his shit alive or like, uh, i could see his kind dad. of ryan being on place <laughs> i show. can see his dad being like no son of mine is gonna play a guitar or something like that but i wonder where that kind of came from because it just kind of came out of the blue that he was making music all of a yeah sudden, which i it's don't cool. know maybe uh ryan bingham's had a influence on him on yellowstone and I mean, Lainey Wilson being on there now, too, probably. She, she can stay on there. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. I, speaking of someone else who's blown up just because of TikTok. Well, yeah. one side of her has, at least. <laughs> but, I, but, Al, like Heart Like a Truck has become more popular on, on TikTok. And yeah. It, it's been good for her. And, and she's, a, she's a really talented artist. Yeah. I think Yellowstone. The season the, have not been The great. season itself hasn't been great. But. Again, what it does for country music is I can get behind that. I mean, the fact that they're bringing Ryan Bingham's been on there since like the very beginning. Now you got Lainey Wilson is a, uh, I don't know what. I don't know if she'll be on this next season or not. The rest of, I don't know. I feel like if they took the time to put her in it, that they're not just going to get rid of her that quickly. I think she's going to come back in some form. Zach Bryan um, was on it, yeah. Well, I love it. The so the first song that we heard from him this season, uh, they played it all the way through. I want to say it was The Good I'll Do, no, 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 it was uh, Tishomingo. Was that what the yeah, one was? When they're- um, but they played it all the way through this whole scene of them, uh, like moving the cattle and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it the entire song the good i'll do when they showed jimmy down at the four sixes was that when they played? yeah because remember he said he like missed breakfast remember that <sighs> i don't know i need to re-watch it that, that's when they played it but, and then they played motorcycle drive-by remember that that's when yes. they, they, go, they roll up to the fair and he's playing uh-huh. motorcycle drive yeah well that was huge like he was actually in uh, yeah, Yellowstone. I, I, mean, I, I went on Twitter on accident before that went on and I had that spoiled for me. I was uh, like, oh, well, damn it. I had sent you a message. I'm like, dude, you need to watch this now. And you're like, I'm not. I'm like, do it before I say something I'm going to regret. Because <laughs> I was so excited. I remember like yelling at my sister and i room, like, he's on, he's on Yellowstone. And I was just so excited because like I instantly heard the song and I'm like, oh, they're just going to have it in the background. But then they cut to him up on the stage. I'm like, oh, shit. He's actually on here. Well, I just thought that was so cool. And then Shane Smith and the Saints were yeah, performing. Well, yeah, they, the very first episode of this season. You're right. Shane Smith and the Saints that. were on there. Yeah. Um, and they were singing one of their new songs. It was either, I think it was Fire in the Ocean, I think is what it was. Um, but that was really awesome. They were doing the, like mayor's banquet at the ranch governor um, he's the or governor. governor governor sorry <laughs> um the governor's banquet at the ranch and i was like that was huge because i remember last year on season four or whatever it was um like one of the first few episodes was titled all i see is you after their song yeah we're which, a little a little guilty is how we got that's how we yeah. got exposed to Shane Smith and the Saints, but you know' but what? see that that's the thing with Yellowstone, like it helps introduce so many people to these artists, yes, um and so like without Yellowstone, I don't know how long it would have been before we heard Shane Smith and the Saints, yeah, I always remember they would have uh like iTunes would have him or would have Shane Smith and the Saints kind of similar artists, and I, I would see them, but yeah, I never really did like dive into their music, and then uh, I think we've told this story many times, but when that song played, I remember texting you the, uh, all I see is you. I was like, what, what song was that? And you're like, I have no idea. Yeah, I just thought it was so cool because they ended that episode with it. And then the start of the next episode, the next week, they're still playing the same song. And then I, have you ever seen the video of like, they had a watch party the band did? No, that I episode? haven't seen that. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. They all like start cheering when it, when it starts playing. It's a really cool, I just love, uh, who's the one, uh, like rodeo guy that jimmy's talking to um isn't it uh oh like the, the guy who drove the, that's taylor sheridan okay, that's who's all, the director of. The- i wanted to say that but I, I i didn't want to be wrong at the same time but he like when they got in the car he's like all we listen to is shane smith and the fucking saints and i'm like okay like I, all right i'm like who is this and then now like whenever i i went back and watched the episode i was like absolutely that's all we listened to um because i took a deep dive into them after that and then shortly after that came out we ended up seeing them in concert and they were phenomenal yes they were really good yeah so and if you ever do go see shane smith and the saints in concert they have really great merch stand oh my gosh (laughs) it's incredible i bought like a koozie a hat a hot oh i did get a sticker too yeah um but yeah i always try to make a point to every single concert we go to either get a uh koozie or a sticker just cause like then when people come over and they need a koozie, I give it to them and they're like, who's this? I'm like, well, let me tell you, <laughs> like, let me tell you about them. Um, or just a sticker, just, just something small to help support them. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause sometimes those shirts get a little expensive, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's no hat that I want or no sticker or koozie, whatever, I will, I will make a point to always try and buy something every single time I see one, just cause I mean, some of these artists, I want to help support them in any way that I can. So because I, I think it's huge for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, when we saw Shelby Lee Lowe. We both got hats. Well, yeah, and I already bought one hat from him, and I'm like, I'll get another one. Because <laughs> he's, like, just like, oh, they're 20 bucks up there at the table. I'm like, all right, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to pull my or twist my arm. But I don't know, man. We got anything else? No, I think I just think we're going to try and be more consistent with our yeah. content and and I try and carve out some more time for this and. We're happy to be back and making more, more podcasts and staying up to date with what's going on. Yeah, in, in we need to get, uh, we'll start getting some more people on here. I think we need to start with, uh, we're going to see if we can drag JR on here and talk to him. Because yeah. he, he sent something to us. He's like, we, there's a lot we need to talk about. So Yeah, here, I'll read you what he texted me. He, I, he sent me it. It was at like what was three three 3.52 in the morning. I get a text <laughs> from JR. He said, call me this week. Let's do something. Country music needs you. A lot of new music out. We need to talk about it. So that kind of gave me a, a kick in the ass and wanted to get, get uh, back on here and doing this because um, I, I love the relationships we've made doing this. And it's it's been great seeing um, the small impact we've made for some artists. Yeah. So I guess we got to end with what we typically do. Oh, yeah. You haven't thought of anything yet, have you? No, uh, I mean... I know what I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say Elliot Greer. He's a guy I was kind of talking about earlier with TikTok. He's got the song Bleed that just came out. I'm a big fan of that one right now. So I'm going to say that. And then I'm going to say another one. Um, and I think I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go with Western White Pines, Colby cuff Those going to be my two recommendations. Bleed, Elliot Greer. And uh Western White Pines, Colby A cuff. Okay. If you're doing two, I'll do two. Uh my first one, I'll Try do and top mine. I'll do Tall Boy by Carson Jeffrey. Okay. That's that's just a fun one. I like listening to that on the weekends. I mean, just gets you in the gets you in a good mood. And then uh sad one, really great, is Gunshy, uh Reed South Hall band. That one gunshy. Yeah. Oh yes. I I had to think about it for a second. There that one I've been listening to a lot lately and um yeah i those are those are a little those songs are a little older but ones i've been coming back to so check those ones out yeah but we will try and keep this more up to date keep you guys updated on you know what's coming out or people to look out for and things like that but if you made it this far thanks for listening we appreciate you